Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Scott. I'm Shatay, and we're the Hazes. Welcome to the Love Haze Podcast, where we believe that healing and wholeness are not destinations. That's right. We believe they're a journey, and here on the Love Haze, we talk about how to navigate through it. That's right. Today, we're going to be taking a look at some of our favorite episodes from the year of 2022. <laughs> Uh, we're going to review uh, some amazing conversations that we had around sharing about our fertility journey for the mm-hmm. first time, mm-hmm. um, matching energy, mm-hmm. healing our relationship with money, uh, and so much more. Yeah. Just some amazing, amazing conversations that we had over the over the course of the year, and uh, just kind of pulling out some of our favorite ones and even some of the honorable mentions. Yeah. So we have so much to celebrate uh, as this year comes to the to a close, and I uh, just want to share that with y'all so welcome to our black love journey let's get right into it let's go let's go let's talk about 2022 let's do it what i love about the conversations we've had and i was looking through a number of them before we started we both were and i was like oh yeah i forgot about that conversation oh yeah i forgot about that Mm -hmm. one what i loved about the conversations we had this year were so many of them were us processing like our actual real life in the moment like in real time um and it was so helpful, cathartic, therapeutic, all those things for me personally. And we, we've we shared this before. We we pray that even if the only folks that get something out of these conversations are us. That's all right. <laughs> we're going to just keep having them. And that was so much the case. Like I got so, so much mm-hmm. out of the conversations. Before we jump into some of our favorites, if you could think about this year, everything we've experienced, everything that we've discussed, do you have like a word or two that could sum up this year for you? Or even if what's the essence of of this year? The word for me for this year would be transformational. Mm, how so? Um, I think so many of the conversations that we had this year really like transformed the way that I that I think mm. um, the way I look at situations as opposed to the way that I used to look at them in the past, mm-hmm. it um, really forced me to like rethink the way that I do business. And when I say business, I mean the way that I do life. Mm. Uh, so my, my whole mentality has been transformed in a lot of ways mm-hmm. due to uh, conversations that came from therapy that came from, from things that we were going through. So for me, the word is definitely transformational. Mm. What about for you? What's your word? I don't know if I have one word. If I had to nail it down you to do. one word, it would be me, like M-E. Mm. But I, what's coming up for me, the vibe is big me energy. And so mm. it is transformation that has been the what. And so the me part is just kind of a little step further how much I've learned about myself this yeah. year. And all of the things that we've gone through um, fertility, outside relationships, work, it's all sort of revealed new, deeper levels of myself. Mm-hmm. Or I've learned learned that. So it's kind of all come back to me, which I know that'll come back yeah. up in our conversation uh, yeah. a little bit later. Yeah. yeah. So you want to jump into just kind of shouting out some of the, the conversations. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's, so let's get into our um, own self countdown. We're about to do a, a, a countdown, uh-huh. a rundown of uh, some of our favorite episodes. Yep. So 
We got four. We got we're gonna do four. Mm-hmm. I got some honorable mentions in That's there. That's a though, whole so lot of do, honorable mentions. So we're gonna start with number four. Yes. What's what, number four? You wanna you wanna yeah, okay. go ahead, go ahead. Uh number four is episode forty three. Mm-hmm. It's not you, it's me. That's such a good one. Oh, such a good episode. What was it about? Um, the big biggest part of the conversation for me was um just you know, this idea that I don't have to blame anybody for, like, the changes that have taken place. Like, um, it is that I have evolved to a, to a certain space in my life. I'm the one that's changed. Life. I am the one who has changed. Yes. Like, yes, I have it. So much uh, negative connotation is around, like, mm-hmm. you know, when things shift mm-hmm. and... Oh, you changed. You changed. Yeah, it's, it's like yes. walking in and fully walking into the fact like, yeah, I did change. It's so grown. Yeah. And maybe why haven't you? But more than anything, just taking accountability for the fact that, you know, we we will all change. We will all grow. And our prayers a lot of times are for our behaviors to change, for our mindsets to change. And then it happens. And there is some accountability that goes along with that. And the realizing that everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. Listen, episode 43 is not you, it's me. There is so much radical acceptance, so much Mm. radical self-acceptance in that episode. Even that line, it's not you, it's me. Like, I'm the one that's different. Mm -hmm. This uh, dynamic between us no longer works, or Mm -hmm. this situation, this circumstance no longer works, and therefore, Mm -hmm. I will excuse myself if I need to, is just so grown and just everything I'm here for. That was just, I'm even, mm. there was a portion of that conversation too, where it was, it was like when, as I've thought about those types of difficult conversations in the, in the past, it has been like, this is what it is and you can exit. Mm -hmm. But being able to have that type of conversation where I I can acknowledge that I have changed Mm -hmm. and have a difficult conversation around whether or not a person is able to adapt. It's an Mm -hmm. invitation for you to be able to come in. Mm -hmm. Right. It is not, I changed. So you get the hell on now. Mm -hmm. It is a, Radical self-acceptance in that I have changed. I acknowledge that I am different and I still invite you in Mm -hmm. and giving the other person that you're in relationship with an opportunity to come along by first acknowledging, like, we ain't got to fight about who's different. It's not you. It's me. But also, here are the keys to success in relationship with me. You can come along if you'd like so we can be in relationship and everybody here can get what they need. Yeah. It's not only that radical self-acceptance that that makes this episode stand out so much. It is also, it is, I guess it's just a moment. It like establishes this moment where, you know, in our conversations that we have throughout, like just all the conversations we Mm -hmm. will have like, Oh, like maybe it's communication and this is how you kind of iron out the communication in your relationship. Or this is, um, it just, it, it feels like sometimes we have conversations how to deal with the circumstances that mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. uh, evolve in our relationships with one another, with ourselves or whatever. And this feels very much like it's not all these circumstances. It's not everybody else. It is actually, me. it's just, it's, it is me. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It mm-hmm. is. And so, yeah, that 
it's not anything else or anybody else. Just I'm just owning that. And Mm -hmm. this is what I need for any, any of these things around me to work or just, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And going back to my word of the year, the the way that it's tied, tied to being transformational for me is like, there was a time where I needed to find a a rationale or a blame or something to pin it on. Mm -hmm. Right. And being trans transforming into a mentality of um, understanding that this is what I asked for. I asked to be different. Mm -hmm. I asked for things to change. And I guess having to navigate through the part of it where, um, how does me changing and me operating and showing up differently in the world? Um, how does that impact the people that I'm in relationship with? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was really a big one for me. I loved that episode though. With everything. Yeah, we're loving on this one so much. You think it was the first one? Like this is this is number four on our list, and mm-hmm. we like mm, fangirling over it. So check out episode forty three. It's not you. It it's abs- me. It's me. It's me. Hey, Amen. Next up, number three. Uh, it is episode forty one. Reparenting your inner child. And so what I will say about this episode is clearly we talk a lot about processing our process and mental mm-hmm. health and, and things mm-hmm. that we learn in therapy and just kind of processing those things, unpacking those things out loud. And this episode, you know, in therapy, I will say this, the type of therapy that I engage in, uh, there's a lot of connecting uh, what I grew up with to like what's showing up in my life, what those triggers are, why I am showing up the way that I am based on like, mm-hmm. you know, um, how I grew up. Uh, how I was parented or what what dynamics I saw in the household and what I'm taking on. And if I'm, if I want to unlearn any of, any of that, just kind of all of those things. And this episode, we really talk about like some of the things that our uh, inner child uh, experienced, things that they might not have healed from how it's mm-hmm. showing up and how to re-love or reparent yeah our inner child in a way that serves the adult us mm-hmm. in the most best productive mm-hmm. whole and healed way. Right. And I think that's so important um, because there are so many like inner child wounds mm-hmm. or traumas that we've not ever gotten over um, that really do show up in our right. adult lives. And we might not have an awareness around it. It definitely takes a professional, y'all can't stress enough the importance and the life-changing mm-hmm. um, impact that therapy has had on me. But like, I don't know that I would have been able to uncover that outside of therapy. But mm-hmm. yeah, we talked about a number of things um, mm-hmm. in that episode. You train, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of the things that that we are allowing our inner child, like the permission to like just be and yeah. to recognize them and to acknowledge them. What stands mm-hmm. out for you in that episode? That episode was um, more more so than just the train. It was it was me unpacking and realizing the way that even things like the train from my childhood informed the way that I was showing up in how you the treat world, yourself now how i was treating myself yeah how i was telling myself you don't need that mm-hmm. that's that's for kids like mm-hmm. why are you doing this thing that that um you enjoy like there's a part of you that enjoys um if it's not beneficial to like some if it's not tied to some goal that you're trying to reach in this moment and it freed me to be able to like 
have things that I like, mm-hmm. you know, to have things that I enjoy and just do things for me. Yep. And for that to be a part of my wholeness and uh, not feeling like I have to continue to live this life of deprivation. And that means that I'm showing up uh, and adulting correctly. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's like, how do we integrate more of that? that part of us into our adult lives. Why is mm-hmm. it that you get, you, you have to be one way as a child. And then when you become an mm-hmm. adult, like who you were then or how you were, I don't want to say mm-hmm. who you were, but how you were as a child, you don't get to do mm-hmm. any of it. Yes. There is a part of, you know, those teachings, like, um, what is the, what's the scripture I'm thinking of? You leave the child's ways behind when you become an adult, leave the child's ways behind. Mm-hmm. Some of that, is true. And also like we can keep some of the childlike wonder, yeah. some of the play, some of the innocence of thought sometimes, not yeah. naivete, right? Um, mm-hmm. not ignorance, but just there's some mm-hmm. of that purity that I think could serve all of us in our adult lives also. Yeah, and it 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 is um unlearning some of those things too around like that. That verse and it mm-hmm. says that you, you know when I was a child I spake as a child That's I acted it. as a child all of those things right there is a a part of of my wholeness and my health that requires for me to have childlike wonder yeah you yeah. know for me to have some of that mentality but operate as so as a part of who I am as a human being I don't ever want to lose my creativity and my ability to have fun and when we get so locked into like the the idea of just being adults and it means that we can't have any fun mm-hmm. or we can't do anything that's not tied to like uh, a bill or uh, what we consider success and all yeah. those things they can be really bad for us so mm-hmm. yeah i definitely appreciate that episode episode top, top. 41 repairing reparenting your inner child mm-hmm. all right next up number two we down number two um, number two number two <laughs> number two this was an episode that whoo I saw some Shatay come out that just, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Episode 34. Keep that same I energy. I this episode. A lady fought with me about the whole episode because she wanted permission to be able to turn on nothing if you buck and fight. No, I must say that for me, mm-hmm. episode 34, Keep That Same Energy, was... The progression, it was like one of the earlier steps to getting to that radical self acceptance mm-hmm. in episode 43. For me, it wasn't about pettiness, it was about no, 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 don't expect anything less from me than mm-hmm. you are giving out yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, here we go, re trigger. <laughs> hear our voice get elevated, and get so you know, um. If you're going to dish it out, just be prepared to take it. That doesn't mean that I have to give you that same energy, but just be Mm -hmm. prepared, you know? So keep that same energy Mm -hmm. and I will be, I will justify my own self in responding however I choose to, to said situation. That's all it was. It's, it's, it's a journey towards, you know what? It's, it's me. That's, that's what, that's, that's that episode for me. Yeah, for for me it was around like understanding that that uh, um, I'm I'm the thermostat, mm. right? I get to set the temperature. Like I'm not gonna let anybody else have my joy because they um, are in a mood or you know whatever it is that they have going on. And I remember the first part of that conversation. I was talking about uh, how my attitude was always when they go low, I take it all the way to the floor. Mm, it used to is. be on me about that, mm-hmm. and um, you know having a try to grow and evolve past that 
And uh, I think being able to smile at some of these conversations going back is not that we have fully figured it out. Yeah. It's that we have enough self-awareness to be like, I want to show up differently because it's been some time since then. And I've been like, all right, that's what we're doing. But, as, so. as recent as yesterday. Don't do also. that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm like, where was that? That, that whole aspirational vibe from keep that same energy yesterday. I, I would say for me, it was, and I want to say around this time in therapy where I really started to tap into an acknowledgement of my own worth in a different way, that mm-hmm. how I felt mattered, what I had to say mattered, how mm-hmm. I showed up mattered, and me not giving more grace to other people than I give to myself. So right. this episode for me, and that's why I was really like, uh-uh, keep that same energy. <laughs> like I'm matching. And I was very much um, in defense mode for myself of, yeah. of younger Shate who never really felt like yeah. she had a voice and who just kind of did what was expected of her. And so I'm still standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it will evolve and be more mature and have more yeah. grace or more a softness around it moving mm-hmm. forward. But it is still very much for me um, a protection and advocacy uh, for giving myself the grace first before yeah. someone else. And that's yeah. that's huge for me, you know? Yeah, I think. And also, you know, there was a part of me that, that has had to fight mm-hmm. and i think from being um a young the younger version of myself who you know really fought to keep the peace all the time mm-hmm. to evolve into a person that learned to like stand up for me because mm-hmm. nobody else stood up for me then so there was a me that was um very subservient at one point that found my value in doing for and being what other people needed all the time and all of those things. And then I evolved into a person who was just like, well, shit, that's what we doing. We fighting in and who else want to fuck with Hollywood coat? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then getting to the point where I realized that I don't have to fight all the time. I can also um, be a person who, who gives myself grace, who gives other people grace and can show up in a space. And I can be that, that person who brings some common sense to it as well mm-hmm. and not feeling like I have to be um, always on the defensive or always fighting. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's all of these experiences, conversations are related because even, you know, how, again, back to reparenting our inner child, we were, we were taught, you know, or we learned, not necessarily mm-hmm. taught and sat, sat down and mm-hmm. say, this is how you should operate. But based on the experiences we've had in our lives, we learned how to put other people before us. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we learned how to like, oh, well then if, if, even though I just got a car, if, mm-hmm. if someone else in my family needs it, I got to give up mine. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's, it's all related. Uh, so keeping mm-hmm. that same energy is, is really about how we are like, how that's unfolding mm-hmm. in our lives at this moment. So that's episode 34. Keep the same energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Drum roll, please. The number one episode, for obvious reasons, <laughs> uh, is episode 37, Finding the Right Relationship to Hope. Mm-hmm. And y'all, Scott and I, for the first time um, on air, didn't just allude or reference to a fertility journey, but we outright just bared our forts yeah. around it. and talked about 
um, losing faith, yeah. boxing with God, falling out with God, and then somehow find, finding our way back to it. But this whole idea of finding the right relationship to hope we talk about in that episode that we actually heard that from um, the this podcast. I think it's Maya Shankar is the host, but it's mm-hmm. a slight change of plans. Such a good podcast because it talks about like what happens, what how people change when life happens to them. Mm-hmm. And you know this this episode, the the person was like a survivor of this you know very serious stage four terminal like version of cancer, I forget, may have been colon cancer and just talks about this idea of, you know, wanting to have like hope again, but not in a naivete type of way, not in like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a mature Mm -hmm. hope that, that I want to believe. And I can believe that this thing that I'm, I'm, I'm working towards believing towards this promise. Right. So for us Mm -hmm. as our children can happen or will happen and yet, if it doesn't, that will be okay. Yeah, it's that type of like hope. Um, not to say that it wouldn't be hard, but that will be okay. And that she also says something along the lines of like, you know, she said something like, even if she couldn't fashion a world where she would be there for her child, this baby she had just had, that love would still be there. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I felt. I think, I believe Scott feels like even if we weren't able to engineer a life where our babies came the way that we want them to come, there's still love here. And yeah. that, that parenting energy and that love that we mm-hmm. have for offspring. And we are praying that it's genetic offspring, but that love that we have, it is still here. Right. And so just a really powerful, meaningful conversation. And I think again, cathartic, uh, for me personally, what would you add there? That episode shut me down in a way. Um, it exposed me. How so? Um, that after hearing that podcast and then bringing it to our pod and having a mm. the conversation, there is nothing um, that develops you more than exposure. Mm. Just like old school pictures have to be in a dark room and they have to be under exposure. That episode and the ideas that I had behind how I was loving God, how I was loving people, how I was moving in my relationships, realizing that everything that I had been doing up to that point was transactional, Mm. really exposed so much about me Mm. to myself. And I I think the tears came from like realizing that there was so much more work that I had to do Mm. because I had thought that I had been like a really damn good person Mm. and to really be exposed to the point to where I saw that a lot of the stuff that I I was doing was just transactional. Like I want something from you for being good to you. Mm. I want something from God. I want something from my relationship with you. I want something from my mom. I want something from my siblings and having to, be exposed and that episode in particular like in particular definitely tied to like this year's journey of being transformational shifting my love from being transactional to wanting it to do something for other people yeah rather than my love doing something for me Mm. like turning that outward and being like i want whatever the love is that i give i think a part of the episode we said what if the answer is just love yeah yeah and that was one of the the big takeaways but then even 
if the answer is love, I want that love to be an outward love and what my love does for other people rather than what my love does for me. And up to that point of listening to the podcast and then having that conversation, my love had always been about like, and I've never said it out loud up until we got to that point was my shit was transactional. I wanted something for it. And if you didn't do it, then eventually a relationship would end mm-hmm. if it didn't check out. That was the whole fallout with God. Like, God, you ain't do this. And I, right, I'm through with you. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't feeding the homeless. I ain't giving these mm-hmm. no more dollars at the sign. I ain't, I ain't doing nothing else mm-hmm. because you didn't do what I wanted you to do. Mm-hmm. And I've only been in this relationship with you because I wanted you to do something for me. Mm-hmm. And that exposure, it, it I've, I've talked about it for weeks and weeks and weeks in therapy, but it forced me to change the way that I love and the way that I show up in the world. Mm-hmm. That's probably why it's, it's my top. And had me crying during during the podcast. That thing. What broke did me you down. just say? What's the thing you say? Catch it. Um, catch catch it, check it, change it. Catch it, check it, change it. So mm-hmm. you, you, it sounds like you had a little bit of all of that in that mm-hmm. episode. Look at me learning from you on the podcast. Oh, no, I learned right. all kind of stuff from my husband all the time. Yeah, she don't always remember it <laughs> succinctly. She be like, "What is what is that thing?" Is it? Is she have like most of it right? But not all of it. But I remember the essence of things. That's basically the type of person I am. I remember mm-hmm. the vibe, the essence. Of the I'm like a C minus. <laughs> oh, first of all, I am not. Nothing about me is C minus. That's right. Okay. Man. Uh-huh. Unless you're saying cute. You're so, cute. <laughs> so those are our top four episodes out of, I think we did about 25 episodes this year mm-hmm. in 2022. This mm-hmm. is episode 49. So, you know, top of the year will be at episode 50. Yes, man. Turn up. Um, so those were the our favorite uh episodes. We'd love to hear from y'all uh in the comments or just hit us up at uh the lovehaze at gmail.com. Let us know what your favorites are as well. We'd love to to hear that from you. But let's talk about some honorable mentions. And I have yeah, yeah. words for all of these. Yeah. Um, how do you want to do this list? Because I put I feel like I put the rest of the remaining 21 episodes of <laughs> <honorable> mentions. <laughs> nah, for real. It's probably like, you know, five to seven. Uh, honorable mention for me was definitely a conversation about healing our relationship with money. Mm, with that our, is um, episode 45. Uh, with Ronaldo and Liz, right? right? Mm-hmm. My God, man, that thing. You talking about, uh, and I don't know why I always have to be exposed in order to get here. <laughs> another thing that exposed me. Uh, and I think it's something I've been running from for a while, mm-hmm. like the relationship with money. Um, growing up in a household where, you know, money just was a, um, almost a taboo topic. Mm. Uh, and, you know, whenever we talked about money, like I ain't got it, I'm broke, you know, yeah. kind of stuff. And I brought that into my adulthood. And so that is an area that I am still working on. So it exposed me, but I ain't, I'm, I'm working on getting my healing mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was a major, major episode of me just being able to have that conversation about money. Mm. I, I really liked that one too. It was beautiful. And I really just liked that we were talking about finances in a healing way, not yeah. like a, like a business way. Mm-hmm. It was like, you need to heal. The, the game changing or one of the game changing moments was like when Renato was like, you got to treat money. Like you're in a relationship with it. Like mm-hmm. it's a person. Mm-hmm. Like if money heard you, if money was a person and it heard you, the things that you say about it, would, would it, it stick want, around? Would it want to stay? Yeah. 
that's that's a game changing thought mm-hmm. right there. And so now I, I even try to apply that to a lot of different areas in my life. Like, well, I want to treat myself mm-hmm. like it's a, a separate person, a separate entity. I want to treat mm-hmm. my relationship with health like it's a separate entity. I want right. to. That that really just helped me apply it in a richer way. Okay. Um, some other ones that I would love to mention. I'll do a couple of them. For me, uh, episode 30, Healing Black Joy with Lola Troy. She just... So, so good. I just enjoyed that conversation with Lola so much. Um, just the idea, like the when you said transformation at the top of this episode, at some point in in episode thirty with her, and she just talks about like just the change from being what she described, what she said, like as a bitter or angry black woman to like this joy and how joy is like our birthright. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how she just wants to show our people that like it is our birthright. You know, mm-hmm. and like we can all we got to do is like tap into it. Um, we just got to heal it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, that was such a good episode. I think in particular for me, uh, it was that healing, healing black joy, not mm-hmm. being afraid for um, black folks to have joy and our relationship, what it has been like with joy in the past, almost being afraid of it, having this kind of fo- foreboding kind of joy. Like if I, if too many things go wrong, go right in my life, then I'm waiting on the other shoe to drop. Yeah. And just kind of healing our relationship with, with joy in general mm-hmm. and giving ourselves permission to like be good and have foreboding fun and joy. smile. That's a real, that's a thing. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Auntie Brene for that, that line. Episode 35, the stories we tell ourselves. Now listen, this is a through line in every <laughs> single part of life and that's why i love this episode so much but i we were actively just over the past couple days i will come to scott and be like i need to process this thing i need to unpack this with Mm -hmm. you out loud because i need to tell you the story that i'm telling myself and i'm trying to disrupt that story i'm trying to like assume good intent and so i just got to get the story out Mm -hmm. that's one way i've learned to kind of navigate it it's just like say the story out loud so i can like yeah like uh what's the word take its power away because otherwise Mm -hmm. I will spiral with a story I'm telling myself internally until it's like all damnation and (laughs) end of the world apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that because we can, we name it, right? We are, we're naming what happens in situations with misunderstandings, miscommunications, because Mm -hmm. I've got a perspective and I'm telling myself a story. I think Mm -hmm. we used for that episode, our first date and how, you thought I wasn't checking for you. And for yeah. me, it was like, actually, I need to have enough money to pay for this in case I need to. And so one drink will be fine. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he dissed my car and me and everything else because yeah. he was telling himself that I was rejecting him. So just like that, that I think is powerful for everybody to kind of understand and be able to to talk through or work through on their own. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, Another big one for me was uh, It's Not Lost, It's Alignment. Mm, what episode is that? That is episode 29, mm-hmm. uh, where we talked about, I talked through some relationship stuff, mm-hmm. um, like navigating divorce mm-hmm. and feeling like a failure around things not going the way that I had you know, planned for them to go, the fallout of all of that, and realizing mm-hmm. that thing where Things were working out for my good, yeah. even in the moment when I thought that I was losing. Um, things were actually being lined up the mm-hmm. way that they were supposed to go. So that conversation was just very, very healing for me. Mm-hmm. Very, very like um, giving myself permission to say the thing. Yeah. And yeah. just call out that thing and how I felt about it in the moment and just seeing my progression through it. 
uh, was amazing. There is no uh, loss. There's only spiritual gain. That's yep. right. That's basically the essence of that. Um, episodes 38 and 39. Can we talk? Mm -hmm. my love these episodes because it's like the essence of use your words, grown people. Mm -hmm. That's basically what those Ooh, two. Oh, it's been some weeks since you said that. <laughs> This is our first two-part episode uh, to our first uh, two-two-part mm -hmm. series. Mm -hmm. That was that was a good one. One of those was um, avoidance. Does avoidance mm -hmm. keep the peace? And for real, it doesn't. Like if you would just use your words and like clear the miscommunication. Yeah, those were those were two. Like can can we can we just talk about it? Right. Can we talk for and a minute? We, and can we be okay? Yeah. Like. Avoidance ain't get us anywhere. Running from it will not save you. Mm -mm. you might as well go have a conversation. Mm -mm. And am I going to keep on losing because I don't want to have the conversation? Mm -mm. And my wife being able to say, use your words, grown people. <laughs> I would say that to everyone. I say it to our dog. Mm -hmm. I say it to the babies. Like, use your word. Communicate. Okay? God bless you. Don't be, don't be out here avoiding or thinking people can read your mind or none of that. Just say what you want, say what you need and allow the other person to respond to it and then act accordingly. Yeah. Like, yeah, period. Absolutely. That's it. Child, don't even get me started. Please. <laughs> <laughs> voice getting elevated. All right. All right. Last one on honorable mention. Yeah, it's going to be um, Mental Health Matters with Stephanie Episode Westbrook. Episode 48. This is 48. last one. The last one we um, had our therapist on for, and credit her with so much of the work that we've been able to um, talk through and, you know, do activities around and do like healing things for us, assignments that she's given us and talked in general about like why mental health matters and kind of um, how we work our way through stuff. It was uh just such a, a, a blessing to really have her come on and just mm -hmm. give her commentary and show everybody else why we love her mm -hmm. as our therapist mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yep. All right. Lots of amazing conversations we've had mm -hmm. this year. Uh, can't wait to see, to talk through the ones next year as well. Uh, if So we shared at the top of this conversation what the word was for the year. What's like the biggest lesson you've learned from Ooh, this year? Oh. The biggest lesson lesson is, has been actually putting into practice the things that we say as it relates to like uh, healing and wholeness not being destinations. Mm -hmm. Even though we say that often, I've, I, I there's a part of me that is still waiting to be like, all right, I'm fixed. Mm. And so um, biggest lesson is that I will always be a work in progress. We will always be a work in progress. Well, I can only speak for me. No, I'm saying people, humanity. Like, mm. I don't think we, it's, we're ever done. Yeah. As long as we're on this side of existence, you know? So, and, and so moreover, not only will we always be works in progress, it is that um, there's a blessing in being able to do the work on yourself. Yeah. Um, there's a certain amount of privilege that, that goes into being able to pause, um, have the resources to go to therapy or do whatever you need to do to do the healing work. Yeah. Um, and not taking those things for granted. So that's one of the biggest lessons for me that uh, I am privileged to be able to do the work that I need to do on myself and understanding that I will always be a work in progress. And I'm grateful being that that helps me be grateful for the journey. Mm. 
And for me, I'm sure this comes as no surprise. The biggest lesson is self-trust. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't, I have to have something to do with all this self-awareness that I have now. And mm-hmm. recently that's been like, how does that turn into self-trust? Uh, otherwise, what am I advocating for? What if I, What am I, you know? Mm-hmm. And so actually one of the things that came out of uh, therapy a couple months ago was uh, Stephanie mentioning, you know, uh, me learning how to anchor to myself. And as a matter of fact, got this little, I don't even know you can see it, um, anchor tattoo to remind myself of that. But really just like, how do I trust myself? The mm-hmm. decisions that I make, um, who I am showing up as, like, how do I just learn to trust that more? Has It feels like this year has been a journey of that through um, disappointments and losses and um, fertility journeys and yeah. as a wife and as a professional, as a leader, as a, like who, all the parts of me as a sister, as a daughter, as a, a niece, a granddaughter, like how do I learn to trust myself in all of those spaces and just kind of, yeah. As a mom to be. Hey, turn up. Uh, yeah. But yeah, how do I, how do I really get to know Shate for real, for real? And then also just trust her is is yeah. one of the lessons. And one of the lessons I'm excited to continue exploring, you know? Yeah. To be continued. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we are on to music for the moment. Turn up. So we have a great, great playlist. So it's worth y'all taking a listen to our playlist on Spotify. Um, on Spotify. Uh, called Music for the Moment. Um, and it's all of our different music choices from all the different episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for this episode, we are going to have some music for the moment for this episode as well. Mm-hmm. So what um, does this year in review episode remind you of? Two of them. I got two songs. Yeah. Come on, two songs. Bringing us back. So I have an old soul. And um, so my songs are our old ones when we started talking about like how we wanted to have this conversation very first song i think in in lyrics i think i've said this before either a song or a movie line will come in my head mm-hmm. for almost every situation i think you call them um loose associations <laughs> another thing i learned this year thank you very much and i have lots of them and so mm-hmm. the loose association that i had for this year episode uh was <laughs> Uh, many represent, of course, back down memory lane, right? Stumbled mm-hmm. on a photograph. Uh, and then the second one was, um, Curtis Mayfield, Diamond in the Back. So this, yeah. this idea, he says in there, like, you know, uh, doesn't matter what you have, just be thankful for what you got. And yeah. that feels like, you know, whatever's going on in life, just, just be thankful. Mm. What you got? Yeah, diamond in the back, sun rooftop, digging the yeah. sand with the gasoline. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those are my two. What's yours? Mine is a new song, actually, mm-hmm. off the Wakanda Forever soundtrack mm. it's called uh, Coming Back for You. Mm. My Fireboy BML. Mm-hmm. And it's really just an idea for me. Mm-hmm. What sums up the year uh, is that. All of the conversations that we have, in some form, they were um, me coming back to heal those pieces of me that didn't quite get it. Mm. Um, being able to do the internal work and 
coming back for myself mm-hmm. uh, and all things, no matter what, if I don't get it right the first time around, it's okay. Mm-hmm. That was part of the journey, mm-hmm. but I'm always going to come back for me. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. No, no, no external, just internal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always going to come back for me. I like that term. So I'm going to take that big me energy. Mm, you're welcome. Mm. <laughs> I can thank you now. Huh? Yes. Mm. Yes. Thank yes. you, baby. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome there. Well, if you are watching from YouTube, make sure that you like this video and subscribe to the channel. You'll get notifications when we uh, release our new episodes every two weeks. Um, so again, this is the last one for this year, 2022. And we'll be back with uh, fresh uh, episodes at the top yeah. of 2023. If you're joining from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or even Amazon Music has, has podcasting now, wherever mm-hmm. you are, make sure you rate us. Leave a comment. Um, we really appreciate the support. And um, mm-hmm. you can always reach us at thelovehaze at gmail.com. Uh, if you got ideas, things you want to process, you want, you know, give us feedback for other episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, uh, otherwise, we just wish you a very happy holiday season. And we look forward to continuing the journey with you in the new year. Amen. Like we always say, life will always present us with the haze but we have everything that we need within us to navigate through it absolutely and you're not alone Mm -mm. so we appreciate you joining us this time Uh, thank you for joining us in the past Mm -hmm. and um, no matter what join us next time too Mm -hmm. we're going to take this journey together we're going to do the best we can with the information we have and we're going to keep learning and growing happy holidays y'all peace